when I first started my business, I know it took me two to three months to get fully booked. I think I put like the most work into my first and second month. And then by the time my third month rolled around, that was my month that I was fully booked. So like putting in work for two months, being fully booked on my third month. So I wanted to kind of go into the points that I have to share today because if I can do it, so can you. Welcome to Lashy Hour. I'm Lizzie, your host, a retired cocktail waitress now running multiple businesses. My mission is to stop you from playing small and help you build the life that you've been dreaming of by teaching you everything that I've learned. Consider me the lash sister you never knew you needed. Expect lots of tea spilling and martini shaking on all of the juiciest tips, tricks, and industry secrets. Hey babe, happy Friday. Welcome back to Lashy Hour. If you are new, hello, hi, my name is Lizzie. I am your host. Today's episode is going to be all about getting fully booked, baby. But first, let's catch up. How are you? How are you doing? This week, I am on a freaking juice cleanse and I am starving. I'm so grateful that my partner also went on a juice cleanse, but he at first was so ready to go. He was like, this is going to be easy. Oh my God. The first day he was like, they're all delicious. And this is easy. Second day, I'm like, I freaking need a dinner. I need to eat food. And I mean, I feel like for me, it's easy up until about seven or eight o'clock because if you work in the beauty industry, that is what we do. We don't eat during the day and then we binge all of our calories after 8 p.m. So when it hits around that time, I'm like, oh my God, last night we almost cracked. But I looked at him and I said, I am proud of our discipline right now. And if you crack, I'm going to crack. So the both of us together cannot crack. So we've done really, really well. Today is our last day and I think we're going to crack just a tiny bit, just a tiny bit. Okay. We're tonight, we're going to eat soup for dinner because it's basically vegetables, purified vegetables. And I will say most of these juices are like freaking lemon. Like it says on the back that it's three to four pounds of like fruit and vegetables in each juice. But like, I'm literally eating like, it tastes like I'm eating three pounds of lemon. Like this is not substantial whatsoever. So I will say though, it has made me feel lighter and it's not that I've absolutely hated doing it. I think if it was five days, I don't think I'd be able to do five days. Three days has been fine. So I really just wanted like a kickstart to my system because I just feel so sluggish lately. And last week I started working out and I really did feel good. But then this week, because I'm on this juice cleanse, I did not think it would be a good idea to work out. I did that the first day before I started the juice cleanse and I got so dizzy after my workout because I don't eat before I work out. And then I was like, okay, I should not have done this. So, so yeah, anyways, other than that, I've had a busy week. I did clients and I've also had a little bit of like a mini content shoot with one of my previous clients. Uh, She moved away and then she's back and I was like, please let me do your lashes for some content. So I got some great content. I will say it is so trial and error. Like I know that it's even for someone who like I know a lot. I feel like I know so much. I feel like such a wealth of knowledge, but I don't ever practice it as much as I should. I have so much like content sitting on my phone, but like the whole like editing it and getting it out there and posting it is a whole different story. But I really tried to recreate this one style of like kind of like POV lashing with me and I thought that it would work and now that I went to go edit it I'm like I just didn't hit the mark you know like there's just something missing and I think I know what 
I did wrong and but that's the thing sometimes it's so exhausting when you do this for coaches or like anyone that you don't have to do a three hour full service to get content with like that's great because you just get to kind of sit in front of your camera you talk about things you're passionate about talk about some value that your audience would appreciate but with us being lash artists it's like we have to do a full lash set and I am not someone who rushes I don't believe that quality should be rushed so my lash sets take me three hours plus the time it takes me to set up my camera get everything organized, figure out how, what I'm filming, what I'm going to be editing it like, and then after to be able to like, do we need to put on a little bit of makeup? Like, how's the hair looking right now? Do we need a little refresh? Let's have a stretch. Now let's get back into position, take the photos. Did they work? Do we need to take more? Like it is so much work. So I think I spent almost four hours yesterday doing content to then have my video, which I literally recorded three hours of content for it not to really hit the mark sucks. It sucks. But just know that everything is growth, right? Like now I know that I think I just needed to like place my camera a lot closer than what it was. So things like that, it sucks. I get it. But don't let that discourage you because I could get really discouraged by that and be like, oh my God, I don't care. But instead, I'm just going to use it as a learning curve. I'm going to use it as like something that I can grow from and we'll go from there. But I got the most gorgeous shots of my client she's so beautiful she's like the easiest person to photograph and we did like a wispy hybrid set which is like my signature with what I do for most of my clients to be honest is this wispy hybrid set I created it myself and it really helped me build my business going into our episode today how to get fully booked in two to three months now I started my business for five years ago I think now time creeps away from me I have the worst uh, what is that like time concept I have like the worst concept of time something could be like six months ago and I'm like oh that was like three weeks ago my friends are like no Lizzie it wasn't I think it's just like days just drag into each other right but essentially when I first started my business I know it took me two to three months to get fully booked I think I put like the most work into my first and second month and then by the time my third month rolled around that was my month that I was fully booked so like putting in work for two months being fully booked on my third month. So I wanted to kind of go into the points that I have to share today because if I can do it, so can you. This was back when I first started my business. Like for me, again, like business comes so naturally to me, but I want to share these natural common sense things around business to help you build you and your business. Because if you could get fully booked in two to three months by just implementing a few key strategic things, I'm here to guide you and help you do that damn thing. Let's do it. So the first thing that you need to know is who your soulmate client is. So a soulmate client is who you are marketing to. And marketing broadly is doing things to attract that client. So breaking it down even further, your soulmate client something that you look for is going to be very different to what your mom looks for. So thinking of who is your soulmate client? Is she your mom's age or is she your age? I will give you my hottest top tip. If you are your soulmate client, like you as yourself, your soulmate client, it is the easiest way to market because you know your soulmate client in and out you know exactly what makes you want to book you know exactly what draws your eye to certain people or certain accounts and you know exactly what you look for in say a product a service whatever it may be 
So I do feel like myself, I was basically who my soulmate client was, like someone who enjoys pop culture, someone who enjoys like a friendly face, someone who enjoys self-care, someone who doesn't have kids. She's probably working like in a regular job, like um not irregular, but like irregular hours, like a server, a bartender, maybe a student. So that was who my soulmate client was. Now, your soulmate client may be someone completely different. Maybe you are a mom and you want to attract more moms because as well, you get to like make friends through clients. So attracting people like yourself just makes your job feel so much better because Again, say myself four years ago, if I was attracting moms, do I really have a lot of common ground? Do I really have a lot of common interests? Like, can I communicate with them and chat to them and make them feel so secure and supported in my space? Probably not as well as another person or another artist who is a stay-at-home mom. You know what I mean? Like, it just makes sense. So you really, really need to know who your soulmate client is. And like I said, what do they enjoy? What do they do? What are their hobbies? What do they do in their free time? What do they value? Are they someone who will pay extra money for an extra service? You know what I mean? There's so many little things that you can create the soulmate client around. So really, really, you need to do this work before you do anything in your business because otherwise, all of your content, all of your branding, everything inside of your business is going to be so disconnected that your marketing is not going to convert into paying clients. This leads me into doing my own brand work. Now, again, I get it. Like things are expensive, especially when you are starting your business. You don't want to be spending all of your money on design work because that can get pricey. And I do believe that you should be putting your money and other assets in your business when you first start out. I think when you grow and you are fully booked and you have that disposable income, absolutely. If you're not happy with your branding, find someone who can help you with your branding, help you with your social media presence. But when starting, I don't think it's a smart idea to put all of your eggs into that basket. So I did all my own brand work. I did my own logo. I did my own business cards. I picked my brand colors. And I will say I spent the most time on my logo. And to be honest with you, I still do this now. And I've had to correct myself for so long because I used to think that your logo was the most important thing in your business. Like, oh my God, your logo has to be incredible. Like that is going to draw people in and attract people in. I'm going to tell you right now, real truth, it is not. Your logo is probably the least important part of your branding. Wild, absolutely wild. What is important, what will convert better is going to be your brand colors, your fonts, and everything staying consistent. Now, I need you to have the same fonts throughout in your whole business. Like, don't start changing your fonts through different posts. Don't start changing your colors. You need to be set on colors and you need to be set on your fonts. And these need to be portrayed in every aspect of your branding, your advertising, and your marketing. I also want this to be the same within your space because you should be posting photos of your space. So if those, again, are disconnected, people are going to be confused and not going to book. Everything must be consistent. So with this, just a quick brand point because this isn't going to be like a branding episode, but I will give a good tip. You need at least two to three to four colors and you need two to three to four fonts. 
and that is it. Google about fonts, Google about colors. If you don't know and you're like, oh my God, no, I need the help now, do some research and like see what looks good. Do the market research and like go through and like, again, if you are your own soulmate client, then whose profiles and whose business accounts are you looking at being like, I would book with her? Figure out why. Why would I book with her? What does she do that I enjoy that I would book because I need to be doing something along the same lines or something similar because I am my own soulmate client and I need that soulmate client to want to book with me as well. My next point today is I created a loyalty program. Now, I truly think this is something that built my business so much because people love to talk and people love to share advice and people love to give recommendations. This is similar to influencer marketing, but real life situations. So this person may not have like a thousand followers on social media, or she may not even have a social media presence at all, but she's a walking billboard. Whether that is being in the gym, being a bartender, being a hairstylist, working in the mall. They are your walking billboards. This again, side note, there are certain styles that I refuse to do because you are my walking billboard. And if someone looks at your lashes because you wanted some crazy style that me and my soulmate clients would not book, if I give you that crazy style and you're walking around the mall and someone sees you and says, oh, where did you get your lashes done? She's asking you because she wants to know where she shouldn't go. And I do not want my name to be bought up in that conversation. So remember, your clients are your walking billboards. So to create a loyalty program, what I did is I created a program that would benefit both people. Do not create a loyalty program that only benefits the new client because as your existing client who is going to promote you, talk about you, she needs to have an incentive to do so because a lot of people will also gatekeep and be like, I don't want my lash tech to get fully booked so I'm not gonna tell anybody where I get my lashes done. You don't wanna create that culture within your business and within your clientele. You wanna create the culture of sharing is caring, you go and tell someone and I will like the whole saying, you scratch my back, I scratch yours type of thing. So what I did was I created an incentive that if an existing client was to recommend me to a new client, as long as that new client let me know who recommended her, they both would get a discount. I did like $10 I think I might have done $20 off a full set and $10 off a fill because again, like it has to be worth it, right? You can't give like 5% off that's like $4. Like no one's going to hustle and no one's going to promote you for $4. Like it needs to be a good incentive so that it's talked about. So what I did again is I let my existing clients stack their loyalty discounts because I would be like, hey, yeah, girl, like if you recommend me to six girls this month, you could get your fill for like basically free. Why would no, why would anybody be like, oh, I'm, I'm not going to do that. That's not what I want. Like people love to save money. I love saving money. Everybody and their mother loves saving money. So if you can give an incentive for a client to get that much money off their fill, like they're going to want to talk about you. They're going to want to promote you. They're, they, even if they do have a social media following, but it's not huge, maybe they'll post you on there and tag you in all their stories. Like it's such a good incentive. So what I did was my business card that I created, I created a spot that was referred by so that 
I didn't have to A, pay for two different cards and B, give two different cards. I wanted it on one card so that I could hand that off. And what I essentially did was after appointments, I would be like, do you need some more referral cards to my existing clients? And I would give them a handful and I would take like, let them take it. And whether they were a bartender and they were working and someone would say, oh my God, I absolutely love your lashes. Where do you go to? In that moment, she grabs the card, like the business card that has all of my details on. So the new client knows how to book, who I am, where I am. And it has her, she's already written her name in that box. So she hands that to this new person in the bar and says, hey, yeah, I absolutely love my lash tag. She's the absolute best. Take this card in with my name. As long as you give the card, you'll get like $20 off your full set tell me why that person wouldn't book and tell me why that the existing client wouldn't do that. Like what a great incentive. So that is something that I truly, truly believed helped my business so much. My next point today is all about social media. Now, again, depending on who your soulmate client is, where does your soulmate client go on social media? Like, is she Facebook? Is she Instagram? Is she TikTok? Like, where is your soulmate client? Because you have to be on the platform that she is on. So for instance, like if you are marketing to like our parents' age, they're on Facebook, not on Instagram. Or if your client is in her early 20s, she's most likely on TikTok or Instagram. So you have to figure out where they are so you can have the most presence on that social media account. And again, if you're not someone who absolutely loves social media, you understand the ins and outs of social media, don't stretch yourself thin on all social media platforms. Like just put yourself on the one platform and do it really, really well. So Again, you as the consumer, or if you are your soulmate client or thinking about who your soulmate client is, what do they want to see when they go onto your profile or your account? What do they want to see? What what kind of language do they want to read? What kind of colors do they want to see? Like what type of content do they want to see? You have to think everything for your soulmate client because if you are posting certain things that they don't care to see or does not involve them whatsoever, like you're posting reels about other lash artists trying to promote to new lash clients, that doesn't make sense. If you're trying to promote to lash clients, you want to be creating content that is like how to wash your lashes, um, things that I don't recommend doing if you have lash extensions, the best hairstyles to wear when you come and get your lash extensions, what a service could look like when you book with me. And then again, opposite, if you're looking to like you're selling a training to lash artists, it's like you will be creating complete different content. Like these are the apps that I use within my business. This is how to gain clientele. This is how to have the best retention. This is how to create this certain lash style. You know what I mean? Like they are so different because they have complete different audiences. So when you create content, always remember your soul may client. Now, the last thing I did after I did this, so think right now in this moment, we've got solid branding. We've got a loyalty program and we've got all of our branding materials printed off, ready to go. Our space looks beautiful and we've also created our social media presence that has great content. Like when you land on our page, you know exactly who I am as your service provider. You know exactly what my space looks like. And there's a few reels, posts, whatever, showing my lash work, showing my personality, showing my education and knowledge around lashes. After having all of that, you look 
legit. You've got the foundations built. You look like a solid business. After I did all of this so that my presence was known and that when you stumbled onto my account, you were like, oh, I want to follow this girl. She looks great. Her work looks great, whatever. After I did all of those things, I contacted a few other local businesses for a giveaway. Now, my trick to this, again, my top tip, hot take, find businesses who have a lot of following already. Because if you are partnering with very small accounts that only have 100 followers, but right now you only have like two to 300 followers as well, that is not going to have a big impact with this giveaway. So what I did was I thought, again, who is my soulmate client? What would she like to win? So in this moment, again, I was like, okay, like literally going back, I'm pretty sure I did a spray tan. I did a sugaring service and I did lip filler, I think, and maybe like a candle or something. I, it was a great freaking giveaway. Like I was like, I would die to win this giveaway. And again, because I was my soulmate client and I knew exactly what I would die for a giveaway. So I partnered with these businesses and essentially sent this message. And again, professionalism. You are a new business. You don't have the most amount of followers right now, but your presence is there and it looks solid and it looks like you've been in business for a long time. So you need, again, like your communication, your language, your professionalism to really shine through so they know they're going to be partnering with a good business because a business who has a lot of followers, who is an established business, makes great money, has a crap ton of clients, will not partner with a business that's going to make them look bad. So I put on my professional hat and I messaged them and I was like, hey, I am um, a lash artist. I've just started my business a few months ago. I've been building my clientele, but I would really love to like just boost my clientele right now, gain a bit more like social media presence, a few more eyes on me. And I would love to do a giveaway. And you were one of my absolute top picks that I would absolutely love to include you in the giveaway. I honestly thought that I would have to pay for each service and include it. So I was like, okay, I'm going to have to budget like maybe five, $600 to do this giveaway. But I was wrong because of my presence and because they knew that it could benefit themselves being included with some different businesses that may not have the same clientele. They knew that it could benefit themselves. And because all of our businesses were good businesses, it was going to look good on all of us. So every single business was like, oh my God, no, I'll donate that. I'll donate it in a gift card form. Just come pick up the gift card and we'll go from there. So I had, like I said, like I had a spray tan donated. I think I had a mini lip filler donated. I had a sugaring service donated. Like it was an amazing, amazing giveaway and I didn't have to pay a dollar. In return of that though, because they didn't pay a dollar or because I didn't pay them any money, I didn't want to have to force them to like post on their stories, post on their feed, like be really, really included in it. I was very much like, if you would like to post on your feed, I will send you like the content I'm going to be posting on my feed. But for instance, if it doesn't fit your vibe with your brand colors and our branding is completely opposites, then don't feel like you have to. If you could support me and help grow the giveaway, I'm going to run the giveaway for five days. So if you could post like every second day on your story about the giveaway or just like posting on your story whatsoever about it, that would be amazing. And they did. Like I asked a small ask for them to get something in return and it works. Like you always have to remember when you're including anybody, whether it be paying, non-paying, clients, other business owners, influencers, whatever it may be, it has to make sense for both parties. Like don't be a selfish business owner and think that everyone owes you everything because people owe you nothing. Absolutely 
nothing it's because of these other accounts and other businesses that I partnered with had like some of them had like 5,000 followers I gained like 600 followers from this one giveaway and what I did was I created a giveaway created the rules and then there's like a website you can use to run the giveaway and it will like pick a winner for you and I did that and it bought me so much success because even though they are not paying clients like you only have one winner and it's not a paying person you have 500 new eyes on your account which then you have to go and nurture and post social media content and reels and photos to nurture those new followers to then not convince them but essentially convince them to book with you one day and that is exactly how I got fully booked in two to three months insanity right like like I said at the beginning of this episode these things aren't like oh my god I paid a hundred thousand dollars at Harvard at Business University to know these things these things are common sense if you put yourself in a consumer's shoes that is the thing you should be always doing I you know me if you listen to my podcast you this isn't your first episode you know I talk about market research all the time it's like the thing that will help your business grow the most so I hope these tips really really helped you I actually have a mini course inside of my classic lash class that I give as a freebie, I give as a bonus, and it is basically the step-by-step on how I got fully booked. And I want to share it with you today. So if you loved this episode and you feel like you have other friends in the industry that are also struggling to fill their books and you're like, you know what, I learned so much from this episode and I could learn even more by getting this freebie and this bonus that is only included when you purchase my classic lash class. Share on your story, tell me what your hot tip was or tell me how much you loved the episode and I will personally message you and I will personally send you the freebie bonus for how I break it down even further on how I got fully booked. And make sure you tag me so that I can see your story. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. You can find me on socials at Lash Sis Lizzie. Don't forget to subscribe to make sure you never miss another episode. I hope you loved today's episode. If you have any topics you want me to cover, again, slide into my DMs, girl. Always open a chat. Always open to help you guys. You know this is what I'm here for. One of the biggest things that I believe in my business is secrets don't make friends and girl I'm not keeping them from you so enjoy your freaking weekend I will see you next week at Lashy Hour bye